0: If you miss Brian Lilly, don't worry. Everyone else will catch up next week. This is Beyond the News with Brian Lilly. News Talk 580 CFRA. When I was young, I was frustrated. I was frustrated because we were being targeted. Our people were being massacred. We were facing a genocide. That is the voice of federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh at a rally that was organized for uh, by people that were a little too friendly to seek independence. One of many recordings that's come out of uh, Jagmeet Singh over the last little while, he has had a problem of trying to denounce Sikh extremists and violence uh, since he became federal leader. In fact, it was a an infamous incident on CBC where Terry Molescu asked him to denounce the, the mastermind behind the Air India bombing, and he refused to do it. Today, he was on power play with Don Martin, and he was finally able to say, yes, I accept the findings of the Air India inquiry. Um, and it also left a sentiment of feeling for the Sikh community that they were being painted collectively and being con- punished collectively for the acts of some individuals. Mm-hmm. The inquiry ended up identifying Tal Singh parmar uh, I accept the findings of the inquiry, and I condemn everyone responsible. You know, I, I'm not sure that this is enough. Is it too little, too late? He's been asked to denounce Talwinder Singh parmar many times, has refused to do so. One of the recordings that came out showed that Jagmeet Singh admitted that he got into politics because he was angry at people like our next guest, Ujjal Dasanj, who is a Sikh himself, but he's viewed as moderate, not interested in taking up violence for a Kalistani homeland, and and has suffered the consequences, as we've discussed before. Ujjal, thanks for getting up so early. I know it's 5 a.m. in Delhi where you are, uh, but... to be with you. It's an important topic because we've got someone trying to be Prime Minister of Canada who has had difficulty distancing himself from extremist violence. You've heard what Jagmeet Singh has said in the past. You've heard what he said today. Where does this leave you?
1: Well, first of all, you know, I must... um, uh, Whatever little he has said uh, in denunciation of uh, the Air India terrorist um i accept um as coming from his heart um but i i uh, have looked at his uh statement in total and uh, and i don't think that, that that what he says is um sufficient and that's not to be unkind um he says that um, that he still would would um go on and attend separatist events and events where um you know other um, uh, people might be glorified or something to that effect, if I can remember correctly what he just said. Yeah, no, you're uh, correct. And 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 I just think that um, I just think that if he is looking to be uh, the prime minister of Canada, the leader of Canadian people, um, he has to understand that that uh, going into places where people are consumed by grievance politics and trying to dismember another country and glorifying violence it is not his job uh, to be the comforter in chief for uh, grievers uh, of um, incidents from decades ago Uh, he needs to be clear that if he's going to go attend those events and say he condemns violence, he condemns glorification of violence um, then I accept that he can go there, but beyond that, he also has said that it is not his place um, as the leader of the new democratic party to uh, to to um, discuss whether or not India should be dismembered that 's for India to decide well you know that 's a very um, nice and cozy position to take, but if you are uh, pretending to be the leader of new democratic party and wanting to be the prime minister of the country you have to take a position on other countries territorial integrity you can't just say oh i will go there and let the people say what they wish about other countries and if they are discussing the dismemberment of india can you imagine the Prime Minister of India going to an event in Delhi with 500 French Canadians, and they <laughs> yep. want to dismember India, and he simply says, oh, I'm just here to, to talk to them, and it's really up to them to decide. Uh, that's not how you build international relations. That's not how you build relationships between countries like Canada and India. Well, and, so and I, 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 want,
0: I, I want to play one more clip of, of uh, Jugmeet Singh, because he, he made that point and he related what was going on in India back to other places uh, such as Scotland. Here's what he said. I don't have an opinion on Scotland, uh, whether they should be independent or not. But I do believe that they should have the right to talk about it, to democratically advance that issue. That is something I actively believe in. Similarly, when it comes to issues of independence in India, it is up to the people to make that determination. But I will defend their right to talk about it, to have those conversations. All right, but there's there is no violent Scottish independence movement. I mean, he, he picked the, the <laughs> worst example there. Um, you know, you can go across to Belfast and there's a violent or was a violent independence movement. He's talking about being willing to go where people like Tal Win, uh, Talwinder Singh Parmar are, are glorified, where, Absolutely. I, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his last name, but the, 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 the cleric that was behind the the Golden Temple incident.
1: Bindranwale.
0: Bindranwale. Bend- he, I, yeah. this guy, filled a temple with ammunition, and was taking on the government. Th- at that oh, point, I- you cease being a cleric. You're you're an ins- You're part of an insurrection.
1: You know, like if 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 um if Jigmeet Singh would stand up and say, plague on both their houses, Bindranwale and the government of India for creating the situation in Amritsar at that time, because the government made many mistakes as well." I would say he's being honest with you. Um, but he isn't prepared to do that because I now, you know, as I've been reading about him, I didn't even know that he was kind of focused on me at any given time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm learning all of that, uh, you know, in the last three or four weeks um, when one of the videos surfaced. Um, I, I just think it's totally wrong for him uh, to not be objective about these issues. Um, the fact is, uh, the future of India is for Indians to decide. Not for Indians that that are living in Canada as Canadian citizens. Why can't he say that? <laughs> I, you know, a, it's a
0: very good uh, question. Look, I um, I've been hearing a lot about foreign grievances, and look, I grew up with this. I, I remember going to soccer games between people that were from places that were nearby each other when I was a kid, and guns would be drawn, and you know, yeah, you don't want yeah. that in Canada. Nobody wants that in Canada. And, and, and I think a lot of people are concerned about that. And you've said before, all parties can be caught up in this. And, and I think back to when when you were health minister uh, under Paul Martin. I believe Paul Martin got into some hot water about this because he went to an event. But but I don't think Paul Martin was uh, knowingly going there to fraternize with people. I don't think anyone in Stephen Harper's government was. But here you've got Jagmeet Singh knowingly doing that. You've got the the current prime minister winking and nodding to them. And I have to wonder, is there a resurrection of this extremist element in Canada's Sikh community, or are they playing to a a vocal and well-organized minority?
1: They are playing to a very vocal, well-organized, grievance-based, uh, perceived or real grievance-based um, uh, minority and they are so organized that they can get the Conservative Party of Canada to fold tent and go away with the motion that they wanted to discuss in Parliament which was disheartening for someone like me uh, because those are the kinds of actions when you pack up and leave rather than debate um, that's when uh, these kinds of elements uh, uh, you know, uh, gather more confidence. Uh, the fact is that, uh, that you know, uh, look, I mean, any ordinary person uh, at any street corner in Canada saying they want Khalistan in India, you know, I could have no objection to that. But for for Jagmeet Singh to say he wants to actually go to those people because they're persecuted. Well, people who want uh, Khalistan here are second, third generation uh, people like himself, who were never persecuted back in India, who were never in India, perhaps uh, only as visitors, maybe. Um, and India has none of that anymore. I mean, India had its troubles several decades ago, and uh, and uh, and all parties were to blame at that point. Um, sure, you know, you can talk about whether or not the victims of Delhi massacre or massacres of Sikhs in other places got any justice. You could argue the same about you know, the, the victims of uh, the riots in Gujarat in 2002, whether or not they got any, any justice or not. In that sense, I think Canadians have a right to talk about those issues, but not to say based on those issues uh, people should be able to advocate dismemberment of another country and Mr. Singh would go and stand with them and comfort them. I mean, that's what he's essentially saying. <laughs>
0: Well, I can tell you that uh, um, I can only imagine what it's like for you to talk about this and get threats, because I have no connection to the Indian community, and I get threats just for talking about it and 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 not uh, towing the line that everything that the the Khalistanis want is good.
1: Well, well, you know, when, I mean, in two thousand and eleven, when this the, you know uh, this issue surfaced, um, I I read and Paul Wells, uh, uh, McLean's article, uh, I learned that he was focused on me in 2011. Uh, then another video comes where he's speaking about a meeting, uh, at a meeting, which was to denounce me and, and defeat me. Um, and that, at that time, I was the subject of threats on Facebook and publicly on radio. Um, and I, I was warned to watch out for my own security if I ever went near a parade. Um, and here, he thinks, I'm slandering the community. Well, I am part of that community. You know, I'm a, I'm a proud Indo-Canadian, if you want to hyphenate me. Um, you know, I'm a Punjabi by language, my mother tongue. I'm an Indian by heritage. I am a Canadian by citizenship. And if anyone is interested, I was born and raised in a Sikh family. That's how I look at myself. Uh, But it's nobody else's business how I practice my faith or don't practice my faith. What has happened in the Indian community, particularly in the Sikh community, the faith by these individuals, minority of individuals, has been brought to the fore as the most significant factor in their lives. Well, you know, we are a secular state. They can practice their faith, enjoy it, preach it, practice it, but it shouldn't be part of politics.
0: And, that, that I, and that's come the problem. And that's where most of the country has gotten, and I, I think it's probably where most of the Sikh community in Canada is. And, and hopefully, hopefully, this uh, small vocal minority, the parties start listening to you and ignoring them. Ujjal, thanks for the time. I, I hope you get some coffee into you. It's you know five, 5 thirty in the morning.
1: <laughs> All right, get some chai. Thank you. All
0: the best, Ujjal Das joining us from Delhi.